this morning, I woke up this morning and I felt so blessed. And the reason why I felt blessed is because I've spent the time in introspection. And I had a wise man say many, many years ago at a a conference, he said, on stage, I'm all messed up. And the greatest gift, today is Amy's birthday. (laughs) And, uh, you know, the greatest gift that I could give to myself is accepting myself for who I am. And the greatest gift that I have ever given myself is to forgive myself. And I have to do it often because a lot of junk within me comes up all the time because I'm Hague John and I'm all messed up. I've had a lot of people in my life say, you do so many things and you've got, you just seem to accomplish things. And I have done, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. And, uh, you know, they thought I had all my, my shit together. Let's put it that way. But they didn't realize I was covered in it of my own creation. And that a lot of times I worked hard just so I don't have to think about myself and all the garbage and life. Each day I step through it and I walk through all the quagmire of things that I've put into my own being and others have tried to put in front of me. I have so much anger I've had to deal with in my life. Anger is one of those things we've all had in some point, some people express it in different ways. Some people express it inside and physically. Some people express it out and still hold a lot in. There's so many different expressions of that. And uh, I had a kidney stone a number of years ago and I went to, and I've read Louise Hay's book, You Can Heal Your Life. And I just opened this up again today of kidney stones, lumps of undissolved anger. And her affirmation is I dissolve all past problems with ease. And dealing with my mother's mental issues in, in dementia and a lot of old things coming up through our life and hers. She grew up in the Bronx. She's four foot 11 and three quarters. She always said, don't forget those three quarters. Blonde hair, blue eyes in the Bronx, and hardcore neighborhood. And uh, where she's had to defend herself her entire life, literally. And uh, she's had a lifetime of kidney stones, you know that. And people say it's hereditary. The hereditary part is passing on that anger and sharing it, not knowing where it comes from. For me today, I dissolve those things in my past and I'm working on them every moment. I am the farthest from perfect. Dr. Sid Williams, what he taught us, you know, good morning, someone asked you how you doing, near perfect. And I've never been able to say that because I'm the farthest from perfect. The near perfect is, uh, you know, there's always room for improvement. But I haven't even gotten to the point where I can say near perfect yet. And I've been trying to do that for 20 plus years now. So each day I accept myself for who I am. In innate adjusting, the main thing we teach is not necessarily the action of adjusting. The most important part is who the being is who we truly are in our authentic self. If we're adjusting as someone else, and I've said this multiple times lately, especially because I've been using things for other people and 
some advice from other people. And, I, you know, I don't like the word advice, but I've been taking advice because they've been adding to my vices and I didn't even realize it. Even how I do my first exams and teaching first exams to new people and all these things, I've been doing it in other people's ways. As I become more congruent, I let those things go. And then abundance has flown towards us in every direction. It's been amazing. We get fewer bills and more gifts in the mail. I have another post to do from a wonderful chiropractor sent me a, a book uh, from his father's library who was a chiropractor. What a beautiful gift and a handwritten note. I get more beauty through the mail than I do bills. Let's put it that through the, our own consciousness. If we live in that lack, anger, victim, because it's so easy to be in the victim mode. So easy to go straight to, it's happening to me, poor me, wah. And you know, I mentor a lot of people. And sometimes I tell them the truth. And then, oh, you don't know what's going on in my life, poor me. Well, you know what? You got to get over it. Step over your crap or walk through it, however, but you got to get through it. Today is the day. Pain sucks. We can let pain go. Suffering. Jesus suffered on the cross. Think about that for transformation. If that wouldn't have happened, Christianity may have never existed. That transformation had to happen. An old definition of suffering is transformation. That's been lost. How often have people gone through hell, gone through cancer, losing a limb, multiple limbs, nearly losing their life, half their brain, and you see their amazing videos on YouTube of transformation, running marathons they never could have done even before they had it, and now they can run with two prosthetic legs, or who knows where they've transcended victimhood into amazingness for all of us to learn. And we say, wow, I've got my two legs, and I've got my health, and why can't I do that? You know, I don't really want to run marathons. I, I don't. And I always, I'm like, unless I'm getting chased, I don't really run a lot, you know. But I chase my children, don't get me wrong. My kids chase me. That's a lot of fun. We have it. I'm not a runner. I can run a mile. I can. But ultimately, that's not my thing. To go out and do American Ninja Warrior, all those things, that's cool to watch. I have no real inkling to do it. For me, I'd rather serve a lot of people. But that's my thing. Finding our own thing in life. Leaving the challenge that's, thank goodness we've been challenged in our life. We talked about that in our last podcast. So we can be the individual we're meant to be today. And let me tell you, it is not easy. We talked about Pasquale's legs turning black as he was being restructured to handle the next level of wisdom for himself. It wasn't a disease process. It was a transformation process. Going through things like a kidney stone or even a cancer or whatever it might be, those are transformation processes. If we take them in in victimhood, we're going to live there. And it's, I, oh, poor me, I have done. And you know what? It's fun for a little while. And you sit back and you have a little wallowing session of, wah, and I enjoy it. Roberta... You know, when I have a cold, she's like, go enjoy your cold. I'll go in bed. I enjoy it. I watch all the crummy TV I normally don't watch and hang out. And I, I might 
like make it last a little bit longer. You know, oh, my colds usually only last like, you know, half a day, which is a bummer, you know. I'd like to have a three-day cold once in a while. But, you know, it's about pulling up your bootstraps and getting back. I'm not going to say back to work, back to doing the work. Doing the work for ourselves. What is enlightenment? Enlightenment, we think, oh, touching the divine from hundreds of millions of hours of meditation. But what happens if you're staring at your belly button all day? You're forgetting to live why this material body is on earth, right? So it's not about enlightenment touching the divine. The divine is already in us. What we have to do is remove the debris. Lighten up the weight of the world on our shoulders. Opening up the blinds to let the world in, to let the light shine brighter, to enlighten the room within. Clean our windows. I love using chiropractic. I'm just a humble window washer. You don't realize how dirty your windows are until you wash them. Like, wow, it's really much brighter in here. I pay people to come and wash our windows at our office. I think it's an important thing because I want it to be clean. A spring that's wound so tightly, you hold it up to the light, you don't see anything through it. You let it spring out and be free, light can shine in. So as we're becoming enlightened, we're lightening our load. We're allowing the light to shine brighter. The fetters of the world are not us. We can allow them to pass through us. If we think, oh, look at the perfect life that person's living, blah, 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 and judging our life towards theirs, we don't know where another man or a woman has just come from. There was an old movie, I think it was Lily Tomlin or maybe it was Lucille Ball, and there was a, a movie, The Grass Grows Greener Over the Septic Tank, which I, the title of the, of the story is tells it all. I don't remember the movie, but I always remember the title. Because in reality, hey man, look how amazing their yard is. My yard looks terrible right now. But, uh, you know, it's over the people's, everyone else's crap. We put a, a sheen over it. Let's just paint it. We'll paint over the mold. We'll paint over this. We'll paint over that. We'll put a plant on the spot on the rug, right? Or move, move the table over. The grass grows greener over the septic tank. So it's not about judging ourselves with someone else. It's really letting go of that weight that I have to be something for someone else. That is what we work on for me in service, but that's innate adjusting. And then this, the adjusting comes after that. But it's truly knowing ourselves, letting our garbage go and accepting ourselves and then also forgiving ourselves. So today I accept all my, my misdeeds in the past. I accept myself as who I am and I know I'm divine imperfection and I bless it and I'm grateful for it. Amen. Thank you. Amen again. Have a marvelous day of imperfection.